Hello everybody, this is Steve Hutto with Harvest Celebration Ministries. Thank you for checking out my podcast today. I have a message that I'm going to play for you that I did a little bit back ago, some time ago. And it is entitled, Too Stressed to Rest. Too Stressed to Rest. And I pray that you're blessed as you listen to this message. And once again, I want to thank you for checking out the uh, podcast here. This is Steve Hutto with Harvest Celebration Ministries. Thanks again. Matthew eleven twenty-eight 28 through 30. Look at that with me. Jesus said, come to me. Come to me. That's what he said. Well, who's he talking to? Everyone, all who are weary and heavy laden. The result is, Jesus says, I will give you rest. He says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I'm gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. Jesus is saying, you will discover rest for your souls. He says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Pray this after me. Dear Jesus, Jesus, speak to my heart and change my life. In Jesus' name, amen. We talked about two words that I'm going to mention again today, and that is weary and heavy laden. We've learned and we're learning that weary, according to the Greek, means to feel fatigued. It's the implication of hard work. And it also means simply to be weary. In other words, to be worn out. Jesus said, come to me, all who are fatigued and you're working real hard and you're just worn out. The result is, if you come to me, Jesus said, I will give you rest. The other word is a hyphenated word, heavy laden, and it means to load up or simply just to be overloaded. I don't even have to ask you again this week how many of you have ever felt overloaded. We all have. And most Christians are overloaded today. And this is not to fuss or to criticize. This is because Jesus just wants to help us. So Jesus said, come to me all who are worn out and you're just, you got too much to do. He said, the result is I will give you rest. Rest for your souls, your mind, your suki, your mind, your will, your emotions. Rest for your souls. Stress will pursue you. On the other hand, rest is something you must pursue. If I'm going to take a trip to St. Mattress Tabernacle this afternoon at some point, then I have to do something on my part. You see, a nap's not going to catch up with me knock me in the head, lay me out on the couch, and then I go to sleep. How many of you know that rest doesn't do that to you? Rest is something you make room for, you make time for, and you use your God-given brain to realize we need it. (laughs) Right? But on the other hand, how many of you have ever had to go out looking for stress? Man, let's get up tomorrow morning. I'm so tired of life being easy. Man, I I just can't stand this anymore. I'm going to get up and I'm going to go out tomorrow and I'm going to look for me some stress. We don't think that way because it doesn't work that way, does it? (laughs) Stress, listen, before noon tomorrow, you will have at least 10 opportunities to get stressed over something. And let me add 10 different opportunities. (laughs) That's right. So stress will pursue you. But on the other hand, rest, and really what Jesus is saying, Jesus 
is someone we must pursue. Now, what is this rest that Jesus is offering for us? You know, Jesus said, come to me if you're weary, heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Well, from the Greek, rest in Matthew eleven twenty-eight 28 is anapao. And it means to repose. And just in case you don't know what repose means, that means to be at rest as from work or activity and so forth. It means to refresh. It means to take ease. So Jesus is saying in 28, Come to me if you're weary, heavy laden, and I will give you an apollo. I will give you rest from work, from activity. I will give you refreshing. And listen, I'll just make it a little easier for you. That's what he said. And then in verse 29, he says, Take my yoke upon you. Learn from me, for I'm gentle and humble in heart. And here's the result. He didn't say, I'll give you. He said, you will find. He said, you will discover. You're looking for it. You're coming. You're seeking me. God says, when you seek me, you're going to discover something called anaposis. Rest. It's a little different word. Rest anaposis for your souls. That is a pause or cessation or a ceasing from labor. So it's actually two different, very closely related Greek words that we translated in just one word in English is rest. So Jesus said, you will discover anaposis for your souls. That's a compound word. It comes from two different Greek words. Anna. Anna means again in the Greek. And the other word, pao, means to cease. So anaposis means to cease again. And this tells us that we can come to Jesus Time and time again. We can come, we can sit at His feet 24-7, anytime, time and time again. We can come to Jesus. Do you realize this? Some, some people actually believe this because I think some churches teach this, that once you get saved, truly saved, that's it. You just go live the way you want to because you're going to heaven and not hell. But nothing can be further from the truth. We have to build on our relationship, right? The day we meet Jesus, the, the day we're born again, that's the beginning of a relationship that we will build on, not only throughout this life, but throughout all eternity. That's incredible, y'all. It doesn't stop the day you get saved. The truth is, it just only starts and goes throughout all eternity. You get on the bandwagon to the most incredible journey of all times. And I can't even say of all times because it goes on out through time. It goes beyond time and forever and ever and ever. So we can come again and again and again to the feet of Jesus and find rest, anaposis for our souls. See, this kind of rest can only be found by coming to Jesus. We've established this. And, and how do we come to Jesus? I mean, what, what is one thing we do by coming to Jesus? We sit at His feet. We've been talking about this. How do you sit at the feet of Jesus? Well, Jesus put it this way. You take my yoke upon you and learn from me, He said. That's how you sit at the... You don't sit at the feet of Jesus for no reason at all. You don't sit at the feet of Jesus and not be changed. You sit at the feet of Jesus and you receive His words and you receive His ministry. You receive what He wants to pour into you and you're never the same when you sit at the feet of Jesus. Now, I've talked about Martha and Mary, I think, in every one of the sessions. And I'm not going to do part four without talking again about Mary and Martha. Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42 says, He, Jesus... 
entered a village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister called Mary, watch this, who was seated at the Lord's feet, listening to his word. But Martha was distracted with all her preparations. And she came to him and said, remember, she interrupted him. She interrupted the master as he was teaching. And she said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the serving alone? And not only did she interrupt the master as he was teaching, but she gave the commander a command. (laughs) She said, then tell her to help me. But the Lord answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and bothered about so many things, but only one thing is necessary. For Mary has chosen the good part, which shall not be taken away from her. Wow. What Mary had discovered goes far beyond the end of that day, far beyond the end of her life. It will never be taken away from her. It's an eternal thing that she was receiving at the feet of Jesus. Mary was seated at the feet of Jesus, listening to his word. You see, you can't make it to the feet of Jesus and not listen to his word. But really and truly, if you desire and you hunger to go to the feet of Jesus, you can't get there without being hungry. And you can't get there without receiving something from Jesus. Because you just don't go to Jesus and get there without being truly hungry for something. Man, is that right? <laughs> so here's Mary seated at the feet of Jesus, listening to his word. And what? watch this, finding rest, discovering rest for her soul. Not just her body, not even just her mind, but her will and her emotions. I mean, the, the animal, human part, maybe excluding what we call now the New Testament, the, the pneuma, the spirit, but the, the part of Mary, the part of us that, that needs to become born again, you know, that part was, was receiving rest for her soul at the feet of Jesus. And she couldn't even be born again yet because Jesus hadn't completed the work of the cross. But yet she was at His feet physically receiving His Word and finding rest for her soul. Martha, on the other hand, quite different from Mary was distracted with all her preparations. And according to Jesus, he said she was worried and bothered about so many things. Did you notice that Jesus didn't say, Martha, Martha, you're worried and bothered about the dinner. Do you notice that? He didn't say, Martha, you're just so upset and too stressed to rest and worried and bothered about preparing this meal for Jesus the Master. He didn't say that, did he? Or for me the Master. He said, Martha, Martha. Just the way he could say her name probably began to soothe her. But he said, Martha, you're worried and bothered about so many things. Jesus identified a lifestyle. He probably knew her quite well, and probably everybody in the room knew how Martha was. But Jesus goes into that deeply, and he begins to explain why she's that way. Because Martha, you're just, you just let so many things upset you. Do, do you see that this morning? 
So Jesus has a way of reading our mail, not just, not just observing how we are, but looking deep into our heart and saying, this is why you are that way, and this is what you can do about it. And so he said, you're worried and you're bothered about so many things. And I believe Jesus could have said this, Martha, you're doing good, but you're not doing God. You're doing something good, but last week, remember, you're not doing what is best. Martha, you're doing a good duty. We all have to eat, and sooner or later we'll get around to it, you know. But that's not the most important thing. As a matter of fact, there's only one thing necessary. Martha, Mary's found it. It's to sit at my feet and receive from me, find rest for your soul. And I'm going to tell you something about Mary, Martha. What she's getting right here from me will never be taken away from her. And let me just say this, man. This is a nugget for us this morning. Whatever we receive at the feet of Jesus, you can draw on it from here on out. doesn't mean you, don't, you will never have to go back to Jesus, but it's something that will change your life from here on out. I enjoy this, man. I'm telling you. We're on to something. <laughs> We're on to something. <laughs> And I'm excited about it. So let's break down this situation, if you will, or this experience that Martha and Mary both had. Let's break down their experiences, okay? Mary Mary and Martha both had yokes and they had burdens. According to Matthew 11, 28 through 30, they did. Mary had a yoke. She had a burden. Martha had a yoke, and she had a burden. Jesus said, take my yoke upon you and feel good about it? Mm Mm-mm. He said, learn from me. Remember what we established last week? One of the highest, if not the highest way to honor the Master is to sit at His feet and receive from Him, to learn from Him. That's the greatest way we can... I mean, I'm not saying we shouldn't praise and worship God because that's coming to His feet too. But man, when God starts talking, <laughs> when, when He starts speaking, when now through the Holy Spirit, Jesus starts leading and guiding us into all the truth. And as Jesus said, He will take from me and disclose it unto you. And He will teach you all things and then bring to remembrance what He teaches you. When we receive it, when we listen, man, when you open the Word and you start receiving what He has for you, you are glorifying the Master Rabbi. I mean, you're glorifying the Messiah with one of the most, the highest forms of honor you can give to Him. So Mary, because she was at the feet of Jesus, her yoke was easy and her burden was light. You know what the result was? She rested. She rested. And I would imagine that there was some um, remarks coming from Martha. It's not recorded in the Bible, but you know. Mary. You're shirking your responsibilities. You know that the women shouldn't even be in the room with the men. True. You ought to know this, Mary. That the only person, only male you should ever sit at his feet and learn from is your own husband and that at home. But Mary was sitting at the feet of Jesus in probably a room of men. But yet Jesus never rebuked her. 
he rebuked Martha. He said, Martha, Martha. It was mild, it was gentle, but it was godly. You see? And I, I would imagine there were some words coming from the kitchen. Some pots and pans. Maybe some pottery broken on the floor, you know? I don't know if they had pots and pans, you know? Some Teflon pounding against the ceramic counter or something, you know? Pounding on the, the chrome faucet. No, I'm just kidding. But maybe you heard some, some clay pots smashed on the floor or something. As Martha was just upset and she was mad, Mary, you're not doing your duty and here I am doing it all by myself. <laughs> but Mary's yoke was easy and her burden was light. Listen to me carefully. This is very important. I think you'll like this. If you don't, you need it anyway. You could distinguish between Mary and Martha because of the yoke they were joined to and the burdens they were carrying. Did you catch that? You could distinguish between Mary and Martha, not just personality-wise, but you could figure out why they were operating the way they did. There was a, there was a marked separation between the way the two acted because of the burdens they carried and the yokes they carried. You see, and on the flip side, Martha had on her yoke too. And she was carrying her burden. Oh, did you hear what I just said? Martha had on her yoke. And she was carrying her burden. But Jesus said, take my yoke upon you. So, if I'm truly going to take Jesus' yoke upon me, I have to give him mine. So sometimes we get so stressed, we get so frustrated, we get so discouraged, and we can't rest, and we can't act like Christians. <laughs> Just being truthful now. Because we're trying to do life with our own yoke and our own burden, and it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. You see, listen carefully. Carrying our own burden distracts us from sitting at the feet of Jesus. Remember, Martha was distracted with all her preparations, right? Mary, at the feet of Jesus. Martha, distracted from all her preparations. Somebody answer me. What was she distracted from? What part of Jesus? Sitting at His feet. She was distracted from sitting at the feet of Jesus. The reason I say it that way is because that's where Mary was. Sitting at the feet of Jesus. Receiving the necessary part. The good part that shall never be taken away from her. Man. Isn't that good? Listen to Psalm 55, 22. The psalmist said, Cast your burden upon the Lord. And the result is, He will sustain you. He will sustain you. Now, what, what are you burdened with today? Is it finances? You know, what is your burden today? What kind of yoke are you trying? Do you feel like, man, if, if you don't do it, everything will fall apart? You may feel that way, and that may be the case, but that's a lie. Because sometimes you just got to let go and let God. Because only until you cast your burden uh, over on the Lord will He be able to sustain you. You see, if you don't cast your burden, if you don't take His yoke over on the Lord, you're saying, I don't need you, God. I can do it by myself. <laughs> and you know what? You don't get very far. As a matter of fact, you don't even accomplish much of anything for Him. 
Because it's your yoke and your burden. And if you're carrying your yoke and your burden, you're distracted like Martha from sitting at the feet of Jesus. Martha refused to release her own yoke to Jesus, so she was too stressed to rest. She was too stressed to sit at the feet of Jesus and rest. She refused to release her own burden to Jesus, so she was weary and heavy laden. And listen to this carefully. Everybody else knew it. Everybody else knew it, including Jesus. So let me ask you a few questions this morning as I close. How are you distinguished among those you live and work with? Are you a person of peace in the midst of a really wild world? Are you a person who is at rest? You see? Or are you a carrier of this rest that Jesus promises and is highly contagious? Because I tell you, it's highly contagious. And you know what? Nobody ever said the stuff that we get upset over is not a good reason to get upset over, right? Can I give you a, just a, I want to give you a real powerful nugget. We've got a good excuse to get upset over any and everything. You know why? Because we were born. We were born into a wild and wacky world. We've got every reason to just stay stressed. We've got every reason to be upset. We've got every reason to do the Martha syndrome 10, 20, 30 times a day, right? Because we're human and we've been born into a world that's fallen and tainted by sin, right? But the truth is, 2,000 years ago, we just celebrated His coming. Jesus came and He brought peace. But you know what's so incredible about these last days? The Bible said they would get darker and darker and darker. And he's in control. He knows things are getting darker and darker. And one reason is because if you have a real relationship with Jesus, you're getting brighter and brighter in the midst of it all. Once again, I want to thank you for tuning into my podcast. I hope you have a very blessed day. God bless you.